Welcome to Gay Geek Bizarre Show, episode 134, and it's a Monday, April 8th, 2019. I am Nard. And this is Ray. Yes, welcome everyone to uh, our show, where we talk about gay news, bizarre stories, and geek uh, topics. I, I kind of mixed it up, didn't I? <laughs> uh, I did. I got distracted because you're changing the number there. <laughs> Eight's it's now eighth, okay. Yeah. So Ray, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm trying to finish up the chilling adventures of Sabrina. See, I still have to uh catch up on that one because it just came out it came out just uh, last week, right? On Friday, yeah. It just came on Friday, yeah. Yeah, I'll watch it yeah. one of these days. When I get the chance. Uh, it's just that uh, what am I watching right now? I'm just watching Lo- uh Love, Death and Robot. I'm getting... Uh, yes, I, didn't I finished know. that up last week. Oh, yeah. Still have to watch that. It's pretty good. I mean, it's it's almost... The, the concept is very much like... Um, what is that show? Um, Black Mirror. Meaning yeah. it's ep- episodic. It's like... But they're very short shows. They're not yeah, episodic. They're, like they're, they're, they're actually ten, one ten story at a time. 20 minutes long, yeah. Yeah, some of them are six minutes even. Yeah. It's bizarre. Anyway, I kind of in, I'm enjoying it, but uh, have you got to the werewolf to one yet? Werewolf, yes. The one of the werewolves was hot. Yeah. So, but I was hoping that I I would love for them to take that and make a series out of it. That would be awesome. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though it's cartoon like that, they can do a lot with CGI. So it's yeah. uh, what if they just make stories like that, make make movies like that? It would be awesome. I don't mind. Yeah, it's a yeah. bit cheaper. <laughs> so yeah, I got to watch that in a little bit. Yeah. So what happened during the weekends? That that's what you've been watching. Yeah, pretty much that and doing errands and stuff. So and then yeah. we went Sunday and watched Shazam. Yep, we watched Shazam. It was. Uh, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. What do you, What do Me you think? Me too. I thought. It, I think DC is actually finally catching on how to make good uh, comic based movies now. Yeah, but it can't. It I don't think it's gonna be like as epic as uh, how it is with, with um, as epic as what's the show? Uh, wait, in the Marvel ones, the Marvel Marvel the ones, Avengers. because the Avengers, all the Marvel ones, yeah. because uh, they're individual ones. They're all connected to each other. It's well thought of. So I don't know how this will be connected to the others. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they even want to do that. It makes me think that they don't want to do. They're just gonna have yeah. a show here and there, but what, it's re- it was really, it was yeah. really a good show, and uh, Zachary Levi did a good job, yeah. and Ross mm-hmm. Butler and those tight t- superhero tights. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. That's right, and there <laughs> were just some funny moments too. It was awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so last weekend also, I'm playing softball again, Ray. <laughs> oh my God! I don't want to hear you oh. whine. I'm not whining. Who said I was whining? I, I'm really just, uh, I just don't want to hear. I'm sore. I can't walk. Oh my god. I'm old. Blah blah blah. I don't want to hear. Right. Anyway, I got convinced to play again. My uh, one of my friends there convinced me. So I thought I wasn't gonna play this year, but anyway, I did that. I had been planting some uh, tomatoes and zucchinis this time too, Ray. Yeah. So I've been working on the yard. What else can I plant? What do you have in your backyard? 
Well, you got peppers and hot peppers and tomatoes and um, rosemary and you plant garlic, asparagus, celery, lettuce, all kind of stuff. Yeah. Now, the one you gave me, I haven't even planted that. That should still be good, right? They're just seeds, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Seeds, yeah. I'm just waiting for a good time to do it, uh, if I can. Yeah. Is it too late? Well, it's already time, April. Well, it's getting kind of late. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to do it, you better do it the next week or two, or you're going to be out of time. Yeah, I know. should do it. All right. So, Ray, let's go to our uh, news for the week. Okay. Here's our gay. Gay, yeah. Our first gay story is Chicago elects Lori Lightfoot as its first gay and first black female mayor in, mayor in the city history. Chicago voters in Chicago on Tuesday elected former federal prosecutor Lori Lightfoot to become their next mayor, making Chicago the largest city to elect an African-American woman as its top elected official. With votes in 95% of the precincts counted, Lightfoot had 73% of the vote, and the Cook County Board President, Tony uh, Preckwinkle, is that how you said Preckwinkle? <laughs> yeah, you're right, said it, said it really right. Yeah. Yeah. 26.3%. Uh, the win by Lightfoot, yeah, who identifies as a lesbian, will be Chicago's first woman of color to serve as mayor. <clears throat> also means the Windy City is the biggest U.S. city to pick an openly gay mayor. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Very progressive. Congratulations, yeah. Chicago. So, congratulations. You want to take this next one since the geek's so long? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking about that. We have to summarize that a little bit. Okay, so let's go to this uh, other gay story. So the te- Oh, yeah, this is bad. This is in our own state here in Texas. And I read about this. just horrible. So the Texas Senate just approved a bill that would allow doctors to, to refuse LGBTQ patients. Not just doctors. In medical profession. It's actually a medical profession. So uh, The Texas Senate has approved a bill that would allow professionals to discriminate against LGBTQ people. So Senate Bill 17 would bar state professional licensing boards from, pun- from punishing professionals for breaking rules that violate a sincerely held be- uh, religious belief. SB 17 has an exception for life or death situations and does not apply to police. Almost all the Texas Senate Republicans voted for the bill, along with Democrat Eddie Lucio, asshole. Uh, Republican Kel Seliger uh, voted against the measure along with most of the Democrats. Senate Bill 17 will be will ensure that anyone can practice their profession in Texas without being forced to compromise their religious faith, said a spokesperson for Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, who introduced the bill. Another asshole. So uh, Patrick has said that SB 17 is one of his priorities after he spent the, few, the past few years rallying Christians in the state for a bill that would have forced transgender people to use the bathroom associated with the sex of their, uh, on their birth certificate. So almost 50 people spoke against the bill, which opponents said was vague and would allow all sorts of unprofessional behavior since the state can't legally question the sincerity of someone's claimed religious beliefs. The reality is that a lot of people have done things that are, are not consistent with being a Christian, said Texas Senator uh, Royce West. So the author of SB 17, Texas Senator Charles Perry, said the uh, bill does nothing to promote any illegal or discriminatory activity. Hmm. So he says. But an uh, amendment proposed by Texas Senator Jose Menendez that, ha- that would have explicitly said that the bill does not allow 
discrimination, discrimination, discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity was rejected by the Senate. Oh my God. So even this amendment has been rejected. So several business groups and corporations also signed a, le- a letter opposing the bill. According to the Dallas News, few showed up to support the bill. Uh, Patrick shrugged off the lack of support, saying that he didn't rally my troops. That yeah, that's, yeah. So Jill Glover, a Christian counselor, said at the hearing for the bill last month that professionals should be allowed to choose clients with similar values to their own, uh, without fear of losing their licenses. SB 17 passed the initial vote, 19 to 12. It will have to pass a second time in the Senate before it gets sent to the House. So I hope the Senate will do the right thing and they will just really shoot this down. But if this passes, since this is a religious faith-based, so if I'm a doctor and I believe I'm a Christian, and I don't think that Dan Patrick's being a Christian, I can deny service to him based on that then. Yeah, you can do that too. Yeah. I mean, let's do that. I mean, if anybody treating Dan Patrick, wait a second, are you a Christian? I don't think you are because you just did this. So I'm not going to... Yeah, that would be a great uh, reason why a person would refuse uh, any uh, service to Dan Patrick. So yeah, it's uh, it's really sad that this has to happen. And uh, let's see what happens to the Senate. Let's see when is the next vote. I don't know. Well, they're they all re- most of them are Republicans. So. Yeah, but uh, this is going to set precedences there's going to be yeah. uh, people there's going to be a lawsuit yeah. by the ACLU there's going to be yeah. things like that and it'll go before the Supreme Court and stuff so yeah so but I think it would be interesting it. if somebody used it if the bill passed and somebody used it against them oh yeah definitely I don't know what happened yeah. but you know I mean that's the only logical thing that they can, that one can do like if a doctor says that oh I do not think you're a Christian so because of what you just did so now I'm going to refuse uh medication to you yeah so or any treatment all right let's go to the geek this is pretty long ray i have to pick pick this one up we're gonna okay we're gonna have to i'm gonna describe some of them because some of them i use so uh we can we we can talk about this we can uh, probably abridge this or something okay so the best alternative apps to install instead of your phone defaults and uh Let's go to the list here. Dark Sky. So Dark Sky has been running rings around other weather apps. It's a weather app. And uh, particularly those pre-installed on iOS and Android. So since 2011, when its starter, when it was first started as a Kickstarter project, initially it focused on hyper-local uh, weather forecasts for the next 30 minutes using algorithms to predict what was likely to happen in the near future based on current conditions. I had to download this. This is going to be... Exist- it would be a... Uh, good to use because I've been using Weatherbug. What do you use, Ray? Hello, Ray. What? What do you mean? What do you use for your weather? ABC News thirteen. On your phone? You actually you have it? Do you have the app? No, I don't use my phone for weather. Oh, that's what I'm te- That's what I'm talking about. This is all about iPhone apps or mobile apps. That's right? what I'm saying. I don't use an app. I mean, occasionally I'll look at the. Weather that's already on the app, but that's all I worry about. So you and are, so in other words, you are using the default apps on your phone. On your phone, that's yeah. what it, that's what the article article about. Instead of using your default apps, okay. So you're using the installed weather app, okay. That's what you. Yeah. That's what you mean. All right, so you can take the next one, Ray. Uh, Dropbox. Uh, Google, Apple, and Microsoft have all tried to copy what Dropbox has been doing since 2008 but none of them do it quite so well. 
seamlessly syncing files between computers and mobile devices, backing up files to the cloud, letting you share your files quickly and easily with other people, even with passwords and ex expiry, date, uh, expiry dates attached if you need them. Expired. The only downside is the meager 2.2 uh, gigabyte of storage space you get for free. To make the most out of Dropbox, you really need to be paying your $10 a month to get up to the one terabyte of room. So, you know, I, I've seen people use Dropbox. It's pretty good. Do you, uh, do you use Dropbox? I use Dropbox when I used to yeah. have to uh, send, it to, send files. Since it, I, I only use the free one because uh, I have other means of... Uh, I use Google. Google is pretty good. You know, they... they uh, pretty much the same, but then I guess you get a lot more with Dropbox if you have one terabyte. They're pretty good. They're very famous and everything. So it's good to have one of these applications, Ray, so you could back up your stuff uh, without being dependent too much on Apple. I think you're very dependent on uh, iCloud, aren't you, Ray? Not really. No. Not really? How do you? If, how, no. You I don't mean, back up your pictures at all. Well, yeah, all my stuff goes to Amazon. Oh, you use Amazon. See, that's another yeah. alternative to this. Yeah, yeah. Amazon's good. Well, Amazon's well I, I use Apple and Amazon, so I, I get double backed up. So, yep, that's good. That's good. But then there was one time that you could you could use uh, when you let's say tax documents or any kind of documents that you want. Uh, you want to upload, you can share it using Dropbox to someone via email, and you can just make use of those two gigabytes. And good, it's good enough. <laughs> It'll work. All right, let's uh, try the next app it's called spark so i don't know what this is yet so let me see what it is so ex excellent timing so it's spark developers the android version of the popular ios email client oh it's an email client because i used the uh, normal mail and uh yeah so it's just arrived and it's coinciding with the shuttering of google inbox yeah google inbox got rid of the um google google got rid of google inbox if you're after a smart smooth intuitive way of managing messages on your phone that isn't run by Apple, Google, or Microsoft, then Spark is well worth getting installed on your, in your smartphone. So the best parts of Spark are the way it can prioritize and categorize your emails for you, making easier work of, uh, of uh, sorting through your inbox. Oh, you have to pay $8 a month? Oh, or, uh, or if you pay annually, you can pay less. So you can get more cloud storage, more email templates, and lots of features aim the teams of people but the free version should be enough for the most okay I could probably uh, use the free one if I'm just gonna be the sole user I guess you have to yeah you have to pay do you what mail app do you use Ray on your phone your default one aren't you it's the one you're using too right Google oh you have Google inbox you have the Google yeah. mail yeah uh, okay I guess that would work that's always good okay what's the next one Ray fantastical when it comes to a list of the best calendar apps out there, Fantastical is usually somewhere near the top. And it's not difficult to see why. The app is clear, clean, and smart in all the right areas. Even better, it syncs rather neatly with any calendars you've already set up with Apple and Google. Um, you, don't, you just don't have to use their apps for them. You can set up new events and appointments easily using natural language. Fantastical will just know what you mean, and the app makes it easy to switch between the details of your day and the overview of a month or a year. Our only reservation about Fantastical is it's not available for Android at the moment. If you're on Android, try a calendar. And Fantastical is $5 for iOS if you download it. Okay, so in the Android app, it's a calendar, small a, capital C, one word, a calendar. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, maybe I could probably use that. But then for iOS, Fantastical, okay. It's five dollars, maybe pay the guy. When it comes to 
to um, calendar apps, I usually just use Google. Both, both actually, both Google for my reminders and uh, and the uh, default Apple one, which connects to Google anyway. What do you use for your calendars right in your phone? iPhone. I wait. What do you mean? What kind? What app do you use on your iPhone, Ray? Whatever calendar app it's on there. Oh, you use the default calendar there. Okay. Yeah. This is yeah. the point, Ray. It's you. It's these are. Look, I'm a basic bitch. I don't care about all this extra shit. It doesn't oh, okay. affect me. I'm not that into all this crap. Oh, okay. I just want my. I just want to be able to text, look at porn, get my email, and play my games, and that's it. That's all I need. I don't need a whole bunch of other crap. Okay. So, what do you use for listening to music, though? Spotify. I'll use Spotify. Okay. This one's Overcast right here, right now. So, Overcast is actually a uh, it's a podcast app. I, I use this. So, you probably think your current podcast app is pretty good. I, I think Apple has its own, too. So, but uh, Overcast, uh, give it a whirl to see what you're missing. It's really good, actually, Overcast. So there are loads of features to love, including the uh, carefully laid out interface, the smart tools of saving time, and uh, the ability to try out podcasts without subscribing. Oh, you can do that too. So the uh, custom playlists uh, feature is neat too, as is the uh, voice boost for hearing dialogue more easily, as is the sleep timer that lets you drift off to your favorite podcast. You don't have to pay anything to use Overcast, but you will see ads remove. Uh, see ads removing the ads could cost. $10 a year. Oh, not so bad. Alas, there's no Android version. Yeah, there is no Android voice. The, the Android voice version is Pocket Cast. And uh, do you still listen to podcasts yourself, Ray? Nope. Nope, you don't? Nope. Actually, Spotify can do that too. You can actually... Yeah. Well, I'll listen to Channel Q and that's basically a podcast anymore. Which one is? Which one is it? Channel, Channel Q. Channel Q. Okay. Yeah. Channel Q. How do you listen to that? through my radio in the car oh oh okay wow you really are basic <laughs> so you know are you okay i'll ask the questions later so day one okay right go ahead with the next one right day one is such a good digital journaling app that it makes you think about taking up journaling just so you get to use it it makes pulling together photos videos notes and other memories from a day a joy and all of your previous Entries can be searched and stored in a variety of intelligent ways, by date or location, by tag, or by tag, for example. The app includes a lot of smart extra touches to reminders, IFTT integration, support for various export formats, a passcode lock, automatic weather recording, and, and so on. Much of the app can be used for free, but if you pay for $25 a year, then you can upgrade to store an unlimited number of photos and videos, set up multiple journals, and more besides. Day one is free with optional subscription for Android and iOS. So this is, uh, of course, day one is a it's a journal app. I remember the back then the, during the live journal days. I don't know if that's even done. So I I just I only go Facebook once in a while. I, I go to the uh, Gay Geek Bizarre page also, but most of the time when I just post stuff, if it's gonna be journaling, I just use Facebook. Sometimes you do that too, right? I saw you. I see you sometimes just posting something, something a joke to uh, give trouble to Christy, <laughs> yeah. or tag me on some videos. It's pretty much journaling what you're doing. Yeah. But that's the extent of what you do, right? Yeah. Like you said, I'm basic. Yeah. 
Uh, this part, when it comes to... Uh, no, you said that. <laughs> I was just reiterating when you said that. Anyway, so day one, I guess I, I'm not interested with this because it's another, it's another platform for journaling. I'm more interested with the other ones we, we talked about earlier. Okay, so let's go to the next one, Signal, because I use this, but I, 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 I've been using this. I, I stopped using it because there are other alternatives. So recommending message... Uh, messaging apps is tricky because it means trying to get all your friends and fi family to swap over like Ray. It's hard to swap, <laughs> convince to Ray to swap to uh, another chatting app. And because Apple doesn't allow any other app to handle SMS on iOS and because most of the biggest options are owned by Facebook, all that said, Signal stakes a, a very decent claim to the default messaging uh, application on your smartphone. It's lightweight. It's clean and it's protected by end-to-end -end encryption, so you know your chats are safe from prying eyes. There aren't many bells and whistles to the inter interface, admittedly, but the uh, Signal has a surprising number of useful features for you to explore, including support for disappearing messages, audio notes, and group con group conversations. You can do group group conversations now. They used to not do so. this. Okay, I might switch back to Signal because well, the only reason well, why I. Well, they yeah. s saw that you left, so that's why they added it. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know if I have any effect on that. I think they were anyway, so your I account. As soon as you deleted your account, they're like, oh, God, we can add group chats now. Some may are, some may are to be left out. Right. That's right. So I'm using we're, I'm using WhatsApp now and, uh, and uh, Viber. And uh, with WhatsApp and Viber, they're both end-to-end -end encryption too, so they're safe. Uh, however... Uh, WhatsApp is owned by 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 Facebook, so uh, in, in any case, it's still secure. I, I still use it. It's more fam it's fame. It's fa it's popular also in the in the Asia. So also is Viber. Viber is also fa uh, popular in Asia, and that's how we communicate with my family. So what other apps do you have in your phone for messaging besides SMS Ray, besides iMessage? Uh, Wicker. Oh, Wicker. Okay, never heard of that. Is that any good? I don't know. I just downloaded it because I saw a bunch of people using it or talking about it, so I didn't really get much out of it. So, and then of course uh, Facebook Messenger, and that's about it. That's about it. Yeah, and mm -hmm. Wayne and I and the others are kind of con trying to convince you to you to install uh, WhatsApp because we're all there too. I mean, that's what we use. Well, I had WhatsApp, but, but I don't want to be. But I hate when people message you, like they'll text message you, and they'll message you on another platform. I'm like, bitch, just message me on one, because then I have to go open three damn apps to talk to your ass, and that just drives me up the effing wall. Oh, that's fine. People, uh, no, not, not no, fine. But not uh, fine. if every no, no, no wait, 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 not no, not not fine. I understand, not fine. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is. That's why we're just convincing you just use one. <laughs> just use yeah, uh, your text. Just your, te your, your text on your phone. That's what you need to use to contact me. Yeah, iMessages. Anyway, uh, that's the problem though with iMessage though. It's uh, you know, it's very limited. It's uh, stuck. Anyway, so what's the next one? What you mean it's limited? What you mean it's limited? Are you are you texting me and sending pics? That's all you're doing. Yeah, I know. Okay. No, it's just that it's not end-to-end -end encryption, too. So that's the uh -huh. problem with it. Well, the government's already seeing what it's you're not, doing anyhow, regardless. It doesn't matter. No, I, that's that's the point, though. WhatsApp and the signal cannot be pried on. There's no way. Mm. It's it's end-to-end -end well, encryption. <laughs> right. I 
I'm sure. Oh yeah, it is. I, I know. I know that technology. The government <laughs> has figured it out, and they're seeing what you're texting back and forth. So, all right. Okay. The next one is City Mapper. City Mapper isn't a full scale replacement for Apple Maps or Google Maps, but boy, does it teach the big players a lesson when it comes to getting you from A to B on public transit. It is packed with features that just work and keeps confusing menus and dialogues boxes down to a minimum. Getting around the city should be as easy as City Mapper takes it. Take the features like reminder to get off when your stop is approaching, for example, or at the glance summary of how many calories you burn by walking, cycling, or getting a cab. They're clever touches, and they're reliable. The app helps take the stress out of travel, though it only covers major c city areas at the moment. So I might download this to use if I travel somewhere, if I'm in a strange city, because I usually don't have a car, like if I go to San Francisco and something. This might be good. This must be good. I need, I need to keep tabs on this one. Maybe I should download this and see how it is. Yeah. City Mapper. Okay, I need to take note of this one. Uh, okay, so next one is Bear. Is it the reason why you got this because there's a Bear app here? <laughs> right, Ray? So Bear is one of those, yeah, Bear is one of those apps that adds style and panache. Panache? Is it panache? Panache. 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 Is that how you say it? I never, I never, yeah, had, to I never had to spell that. Anyway, so to the most uh, mundane of of uh, tasks in this case taking notes on your phone really it's for taking notes for a start the interface is polished and elegant making typing and editing a feature uh, a pleasure then there are some smart organizational tools like the way hashtags can work as labels automatically sorting your notes into categories you can write notes with your voice set up to-do lists quickly search through your notes and ex export them in a variety of formats add in a premium subscription $1.50 a month to change the color theme, access more exporting options, sync between your devices and more. Bear is iOS only, unfortunately, but if you're an Android, give Notion a try. I'm sure Notion would be available in iOS, maybe. Oh, so, Ray, these are good apps. I think, uh, so what, what caught your eye? Uh, Bear caught my eye. City Mapper caught, uh, you're, you're interested with that, right, Ray? Yeah. And then, uh, I'm already using Signal. I'm using Overcast, and uh, I don't care so much of the others. But uh, Dropbox is always good. I mean, it's just that I don't want to pay that much because I'm I'm using uh, Amazon already also and uh, Google and Dark Sky. Maybe I'll do Dark Sky for checking the weather. If had if it ha if it uses uh, machine learning and algorithms to uh, predict, it might be better a whole lot better than uh, your ABC News, Ray. <laughs> Well, if you think anything's better than the weatherman, because they never get it right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Especially to watch it. Okay, Ray, I guess that's the show. I hope you guys um, enjoyed we're the show. Doing the, we're not doing the bizarre? Oh, we have a bizarre still? Oh, you're right. I forgot. Yeah. Okay, let's do the bizarre, Ray. What's the bizarre? Okay. Uh, have you been drinking, Maynard? A little bit. Oh, I know why. Because this is the Mickey Mouse Club. That's why. You wanted to yeah, okay. story. Okay. All right. This week's Bizarre. The strange case of the missing gay Disney Mouseketeer and the body found at his home. In 1955, Disney began airing the Mickey Mouse Club, a kids' TV show with young Mouseketeers performing in musical dance and informational segments. One of its original Mouseketeers, 13-year-old Dennis Day, would later come out as gay, marry his boyfriend, Ernie Caswell, and move to Oregon. But in July 2018, Caswell reported Day as missing. Police just found remains on Day's home property, raising more questions than answers. 
Day appeared in the first two seasons of the Mickey Mouse Club and went on to appear in its 1968 and 1980 reunion shows. Around 1960, he came out as a bisexual to his accepting family and moved out of their diary California home to San Francisco, San Francisco so he could live in a city where the gay community was more celebrated. By 1973, Day self-identified as a militant gay. Around that time, he met Caswell and began bringing him to his family's Christmas celebrations. In the 80s, Day and Caswell moved to Oregon, where after 37 years together, they unlawfully married in 2009. In July 2018, Caswell, who had developed colon cancer and dementia, reported Day is missing. Caswell dementia made him forget the phone number of Day's family, so the family hadn't heard from him in months when the January 2019 TV report informed them of his disappearance. Police informed the family that a man who was living at Dennis and Ernie's house at the time Dennis disappeared said Dennis had left on foot saying he was going to visit some friends, leaving blind his beloved dog and cat. Police later discovered Day's car on the Oregon coast with two strangers inside who said he'd met them, he'd let them borrow it. Police impounded the vehicle and searched Day's home property a nearby graveyard in a creek using drones and cadaver dogs, but they found neither a body nor evidence of foul play. Day's family considered the investigation poorly handled and set up a Help Us Find Dennis Day Facebook group. None of the Day's bank or credit cards account had been used since his disappearance, and because he had paid a cell phone and didn't use, uh, use social media, no one would be able to track his final movements. Police recently found human remains on Day's Phoenix, Oregon home property, but have yet to identify them. It remains unclear what happened today. So this is weird. This guy just disappears, his partner has dementia, forgets to tell anybody, and now they're finding remains on his property, and somebody's driving around in his car. So something smells very this bizarre is, and fishy here. I agree, Ray. I was about to think, what is what the hell is going on with this story? Yeah. I don't get it. And then, wow, this is so you know this is screwed up because they're, uh, you know, he's a um, Mickey Mouse Club musketeer, and then he just disappeared. Yeah. Well, so yeah. so it's weird. It's just like this bizarre case of uh, my husband has de- has dementia. I'm doing air quotes dementia and can't remember what happened to him. Yeah. It's also possible that uh, he went into some kind of a self-proclaimed witness protection program or something like he just really wanted to disappear, get out, get out of the grid. That's also a possibility. But what's even weirder, because there are remains in his Oregon house. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean I he mean, just disappeared and he left on foot. So something happened to him while he, uh, allegedly. So Yeah. This is bizarre. But right? that happened in 2018, but it didn't get reported until 2019 because of dementia. Wow. Well, so. the, the the boy the partner had dementia too, right? He was the one. No, who, the part the partner has dementia. He was the one that eventually reported it. But the guy went missing in 2018, and he just reported it in 2019. Oh, my husband's been gone for months. I wonder where he's at. Maybe I need to call the police. Ah, okay. So it's foul play. It's gotta oh, be. Sounds like foul play. It's just interesting. Okay. Okay. I, I, I guess uh, this is really bizarre. Then let's see what happens. He would have yeah. been seventy-six years old today. Wow. Yeah. Pretty old. Yeah. All right. So I guess we covered all the stories, and I hope you guys enjoyed all our our stories. And um, uh, if you want to check out the stories, go to facebook.com/slash/gaygeekbizarre. And if you want to uh, contact us, you can email us at show at gaygeekbizarre.com. 
or call and leave us a voicemail at 281-947-2327. That's 281-947-2327. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. Yes, and uh, you can also go to the official website at gaygeekbizarre.com. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll catch you guys on the next show. Bye.